0: Hey, Zero Block 30 listeners, you can find us every Tuesday and Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Pride members can also listen ad-free on Amazon Music.
1: Listen up, we've got some tea, and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team, and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it because, as you know, we are both getting ready Everything. Tons of dresses, jumpsuits, pants, swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits, and all perfectly curated for different events, bachelorettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest, and ceremonies as a bride, reception, and even honeymoon. It is incredible. Check out the Abercrombie wedding shop on Abercrombie.com. Go shop it now.
0: Revely Revely Revely. <laughs> It's a Friday edition here on Zero Block Thirty, and this is a week where I said on Tuesday, I said I'm glad to be back. I'm glad it's Friday, even though nothing real major. I have I got to be honest with the listener while we start out. I have no real responsibilities at work whatsoever. Like I like I kind of do some of the behind the scenes stuff, some business meetings about ZBT, but otherwise, like I don't have a certain spot that I need to be every day. I don't have a certain time that I need to punch in and punch out. But there's some days where some weeks where you just look at life and you're like, you know what? I need a weekend. (laughs) It's one of those weeks for me. So if you have one of those coming back from a holiday weekend, your boy, Chapsy, I understand what you are going through big time. One of those weeks for me, but I'm excited to get going with the actual show because we have a big one for you today. Lots of stuff. Last night, I, I texted the ZBT squad and I said, I recently um, started taking medical THC. Like it got legalized yeah. in Texas, started taking it. The doctor gave me a 10 milligram pill at night that I'm supposed to take. And then I have like these little lozengers that are like 2.5 mega um, milligrams of THC, nothing. It's like very, very light. Well, last night I didn't eat dinner cause I wasn't hungry. I had a late lunch, had nothing on my stomach at all. Forgot that I took the pill once took the pill again and I was high. So how my, many
1: milligrams my, total?
0: Like 25. And okay. I'm, I'm usually like a 10 guy.
1: Listen up. We've got some tea and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it because as you know, we are both getting ready everything. Tons of dresses, jumpsuits, pants, swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits, and all perfectly curated for different events, bachelorettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride, reception, and even honeymoon. It is incredible. Check out the Abercrombie Wedding Shop on Abercrombie.com. Go shop it now.
0: And 25, is I don't think it's a shit ton for people like Coley or Stu Finer who I've been doing weed forever, but for somebody like me, I was like, what the fuck? It's, it's at that point where I was watching the office, which I've seen like a million times. And I was cracking up like, that's when, you know, it's bad. It was awful. I woke up this morning still, Nick, I, Nick, me and Nick had been doing these ZBT history videos and I didn't have one for him this morning. And I had to come down to my office and do it at like eight, seven 38. Uh, so we could get it up in time. <laughs> I watched back and looking back, I'm like, dude, I don't remember doing any of this shit. Like <laughs> I, I was still high as fuck this morning. I had no just, idea what I was talking about. Just
2: taking shots at, at short people, of course. So I didn't yeah. remember it. And Nick, I, like,
0: I had yeah. no idea. Are you
2: five, six? I'm probably like five, seven I five, five. My shoes on. So okay, I so five, six. Back.
0: And I I was talking about Napoleon Bonaparte and I just was kind of roasting him for being a little fella. And I forgot my guy, Nick's a little fella. So I take it all back. I flashed no, privileges. I
3: mean come on. My Time short out. kings. I can't like no, my, no, no, two no, of no. my Time favorite out. people at Barstool right now are the short kings mm. and
0: not <laughs> Spider because he's itsy bitsy. Tall and then
2: privilege. we have
3: Nick. Listen, Napoleon was like five, two, five, three, yeah. though. Five, five Nick's six, not- on the
0: dot. Yeah, no. but that, that
2: that's that's Wikipedia stuff. Yeah, right. the I'm best, sure one,
0: of the best, best the
4: Marines. one of the best Marines I ever served with, infantry Marine, the, like total grunt, who his guys would have followed him anywhere. He was like five five. Dude, I mean, it was oh, like, oh, I swear to God, the
0: it's the only person I legitimately think that he had dwarfism. Like this gunny that was in Okinawa. If you were listening and you were in Okinawa around 2005, <laughs> somebody has else has got to know this marine. He was like five foot one, five foot two, and had some of the typical characteristics of somebody that has dwarfism. And I saw him. We were doing this Iwo Jima reenactment thing for like a parade for a general dumbest shit in the world we practiced for like a week and i got like a com for it <laughs> and so we were putting up the flag like the old iwo jima and the guy that was in charge was this gunny that was like five foot one and i feel bad about it now but at the time he still looked really young i legitimately thought that he was in jrotc Like I thought that he was one of the high school kids that was going out to play. I was like, Oh, are you with the, he's like, no, I'm not the ROTC teacher. And I was like, and he was like, and how about a gunnery sergeant? And I was like, I was like, I was a corporal at the time. And I looked at him. I was like, yeah, okay, dude. And he was like, and I, and I, then I looked down and I saw the actual gunnery sergeant rank. Cause you know, like an ROTC it's flat Mm -hmm. on the bottom. It's not a rocker. And I was like, Oh God, he might oh, kill shit. me. <laughs> like, yeah. This guy, yeah, I might he might. He must think I'm the most belligerent Marine of all time. It was unbelievable. He is five foot one at best, at best, five foot one.
3: Well, yeah. I, I mean, know. Audie Murphy was really short. lots he? of
0: those World War II brothers There's a lot were. of badass yeah. sure
4: kings and queens out there. Um, I'll say too that, so you're talking about how you took too much weed. Dave, our boss, took too <laughs> much on Thanksgiving day. He took 150 milligrams by accident. And he wound up in the hospital. His parents, his mom
0: and dad took him to the hospital. He doesn't even remember going. He said wow. there has, there's a thousand percent video of this somewhere. There has to be. Wish, there's no shot Dave goes anywhere in the Northeast and there's not video. There's no shot. We've had no his shot. dad
4: on the show and his dad is a, a delight. He's just, I wish I could have been a fly on the God. wall for that. Cause you know, they were frantic. Well, so he takes 150 milligrams, has to go to the hospital. Doesn't even remember it. Stu Finer then yesterday comes up to my desk and tells me, I just took, he goes, Dave's a pussy. Dave's a pussy. I just took 250 milligrams and look at me. I'm fine. He took in front of everybody in front of everybody. He ate 250 milligrams of weed. I was like, I'm only just buzzing. But like five minutes Love later, show. his
0: eyes were legitimately closed. Yes. Like they, <laughs> yeah, It looked like somebody who had been stung in the face by a million bees. <laughs> <where> <laughs> yeah, his yeah. eyes were just swollen and closed. It was awful. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's get going with yeah. the actual rounds. We have four rounds in the magazine today. Round number one, would you trust enlisted leadership that never went through boot camp like you did? That might be the case for our beloved corps just soon enough. Round number two, where does the poop go? Round Jeff, number three. If you to texted
4: me that this morning, just a, a basic like a, it was a kid's website. Like, where does poop go? Answer for kids. He's like, I thought this might be good for the show today. I'm like, uh, well, okay, I had been sure. thinking
0: about it. We'll get into it when we actually get to Why? the round, but I'll, I'll give you some background.
4: But but also then I went down rabbit hole on it. It is a great topic. And I went down. Where does the military poop go? My friends? yeah,
0: it's so fascinating we'll to it. I mean, yep, we'll think about an it. airport. That's a lot of poop just fucking going underground. All at one time. It sure, sure. is, chaps. Mm-hmm. We'll get into it. All Stay right. Round it. number three there's fuel in the water supply of an elementary school. Not great. Joint base Pearl Harbor Hickam is the latest in an endless string of bases that are dealing with toxic exposures. I actually had somebody DM me a video um, that there's so much gas that people are joking around and like putting their water hoses into their cars, like on the mm-hmm. back and like acting like they're just filling up with the water. Terrible situation. I don't understand how that kind of stuff keeps happening on military bases. Like Lejeune, it's all all the time. Myanmar has issues with that stuff constantly. I mean, usually yep. Marine bases too, because we're just they don't care about us. Well. <laughs> uh, ground number four. There's growing concern that Russia's about to do something real squirrely with the Ukraine. They got Belarus underneath their thumb and they're trying to do the same with the Ukraine. Uh the Biden administration. They're trying to go over there with some big swinging dicks, but it's hard when and uh, flaps. I will say this about the Trump administration. And if you've listened for a long time, you know that I'm not a huge fan of that administration. Rex, Rex Tillerson, when he pulls up into a room, he's the kind of fellow you listen to. Six mm. foot four oil exec from, from Texas. When he walks into the room, it's not the same thing as Blinken going in there. Blinken just looks like a little sissy boy. Are we still yeah. allowed to say that in 2020? Yeah, we are. Mm.
3: And something, I don't know, man, there's something, <laughs> you know, every person I've ever met in my life that is in the oil industry, they're just kind of different and not in a bad way, but they're more maybe gritty is the right word. Yeah, you know cons. What? That's not exactly an overstatement.
0: <laughs> the oil it's industry gonna... has a little bit of grit to them. Good call, cons. It's if they're
3: blue is... collar, in a way.
0: Yeah, all that's gonna be. <laughs> no, to no, no, against... no, no, no.
3: I'm not talking about the people working on the freaking, uh, you know. The freaking... I'm not talking about the pores. And yeah, the I'm not talking. I'm, the I'm oil talking on. about the people reaping all the benefits from the. Yeah, oil. Oh, yeah, the West Point grads. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, the West Pointers.
2: Sure.
3: The high noon L Pres pack is here, featuring my top four high noon vodka Delta flavors. These. Flavors include passion fruit, pineapple, pear, and all-new flavor, tangerine, all made with real vodka, real juice. This 12-pack is only here for a limited time, so get it while you can. Just look for the pack with my face on it. You can even scan the QR code in the pack and have me virtually join your party. Visit highnoonspirits.com to find the El Prez pack nearest you. Let's get going
0: with the actual show. Last week, we had... Our last episode we had a big time talk about home alone where mm-hmm. many people were saying that home alone one was better other people were saying home alone two was better we won't get into the semantics of that once again today but there's a i saw an article that came across i was just reading reddit and it's about the house in home alone and i've i've always been kind of fascinated about that one because the industry of celebrity houses it's so small like the amount of houses that you can have Kate and I went and saw the Full House house when we were in San Francisco. I recently actually went to an open house of George Strait's house here in San Antonio. Interesting. Baby How was that? the doors and turn the lights down low. I'll tell you, there's a reason it's been on. That's Josh Turner, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I don't
3: think that's George Strait, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> um, he He's had this house on the market for well over a year at like $7 million or something like that.
4: And His I went stick to go see. the
0: boot up your ass. Yep, that's the him. And so seven, $7 million in San Antonio is an obscene amount of money to spend on a house. You can get an unbelievably bawling mansion for like $2 million. If you spend over $2 million in Texas on a house, it's because you just have money and money and money to burn. Like, you, yeah. you don't need to do that. You can get a 10,000 square foot
4: house. I'm a redneck house. woman. I ain't
3: no high class broad. Are you done?
0: And so I was going to George Strait's place and you go in there. There's nothing special about this place at all. That's the reason why it's been on the market. George yeah. dropped that bitch down to 2 million. Yeah. yeah. Everybody likes that. You sing carry in your love with me and you have the most number one in country music history, but that's not going to put another $5 million on your price tag, buddy. Like it's just not going to happen. You need to sell it to somebody else. I ain't buying it. I'm buying it and I one because I can't afford it.
4: That
2: <laughs> Not even
0: come close to afford it. The- so the home alone house is being put on Airbnb for guess how much, guess how much it is to stay there um, per night.
3: So I saw this article that it was on Airbnb, but I have no idea. So this is a complete guess. Oh, I'm going to say 2.1 K a night. No, not that much. Two point one k. I was gonna say a thousand. All right. That's
4: a lot of bedrooms.
0: Twenty five dollars a night.
4: Shut up! Oh, because mm-hmm. it's a promotion for something, right? Yeah, it's a
0: promotion for something. Oh. It's listed at twenty five dollars a night. I would think normally, Kate's guess would be probably right because you're having it's a huge house. Like this I mean, house it's right is right outside massive. Chicago, right? Yeah, right. It is, yeah. And it's four bed. It's four bedrooms, four baths that you have the opportunity to go stay in. And that's a no-brainer. If you are a family and you don't have like a huge um, extended family that you're going to get with, I think this is a perfect thing to do. Like imagine being a family of four, family of five, family of three, and you go rent this spot and you watch Home Alone from inside that house. That'd be a family
4: memory you'd never forget. You just I'd never forget it. Sitting on the recliner with all the snacks, about to watch my movie, AC said 10%. Like, yes,
3: please ain't <laughs> in charge no more. Yeah, I would absolutely get the toboggan down the steps.
0: Oh, you got to oh. do that. All that stuff. I'd line up all the little micro machines on mm-hmm. the <laughs> underneath the windowsill. You'd have all that. that. There's a tarantula
4: made... loose in the house for oh, yeah. you have all of it. And what right. if you...
0: Buzz came back, by the way, did you guys know that Home Alone has a new Home Alone that's on Disney? Yeah. Plus, have you watched Fucking it?
4: Terrible. Don't don't disgrace. Have you name. seen it, Kate? I I will fucking never.
0: I Nick, will have you seen never. it? Nick's got no. kids. He might have seen it. No, God, you haven't seen it. Our no. guys at
4: Lights Camera Barstool. I trust them wholeheartedly. They said it's fucking garbage, and I can't believe they disgraced such a classic. Oh,
0: I mad. don't know what it was because every review I've seen says that same exact thing. I didn't hate it, and I don't. And I, I don't know if it's because I went into it kind of reverse expectations my expectations for it okay were i could see so that so low yeah that i expected just to be angry the entire time because it was so bad i laughed like two or three times and it, Stop just it. like a, a tiny it. little no. chuckle a no. tiny little chuckle no Shaps, i
3: don't hate that's that like okay if you, if you if you take it in a vacuum and you mm-hmm. go in not expecting mm-hmm. anything then i'm sure there were parts that were like oh okay haha that's good but when you compare it to the home alone oh yeah
0: comparison side by side there's no comparison right 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 and Erin from the office makes me laugh like her the way her diction and the way that she is so deadpan a lot of times just makes me laugh anyways i thought it was okay that being said i want to ask you guys without it being from a christmas movie if you had the opportunity to stay at an airbnb at any type of like celebrity tv show movie house which one would you pick now we'll start, we'll start. Okay. Go. You have questions just, about the yes. game. Yes. Okay. Now is
3: this for Christmas time or just anytime
0: for Christmas time? Yeah. You would okay. have to be able to decorate it for Christmas time. And I told you guys about this before we started recording, but in order to keep things honest, I am going to put in another exemption. One, Ooh. the first exemption was that you cannot pick the home alone one house. That's right. off two. You cannot pick Richie Rich's house.
3: I wouldn't pick that one anyway, but okay, that's fair. I can see why okay. people might. Off my list, fair <laughs> yeah.
0: enough. All right, Nick, we'll start with you. You get first overall pick. Who do you, what house do you pick?
2: Easiest thing I've ever done is this question. It's the, the house from blank check, 1994. <laughs> um, he
0: has a slide. I know that's it's Richie Richie Jason. I'll, yeah. I'll let it Whoa, go. I mean, you didn't but say. I think you know what you did there. It's a slight I'm... integrity violation, mm-hmm. but... Right. I have I
2: had, I had a backup too, but that, that is the the goat house. If from if you're what's if, your backup? My backup would be the just from a nostalgic standpoint for me, it is the house from um, Three Ninjas, the initial yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just love that house. Great when house. the three guys come up posing mm-hmm. as the you pizza gotta guys, gotta Blank
0: Check. You gotta hope the guy from Blank Check put in a pool heater though, because if you're staying in that house and you don't get to go from the Master bedroom upstairs into the pool on the water slide. This whole thing's been a waste.
3: Chaps, Finally. you could very easily go see that house. It's in Austin. Oh, is it? Yeah.
0: Well, sure. I don't know
3: where, but it's in Austin.
0: I bet Ooh. I can find it by Google.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All
0: right, Kate. I, yeah, I bet, I bet you that so what's your was... pick? That's a good pick, Nick. That's a good
4: pick. My pick is the Sex in the City movie Samantha Ooh, when she's living house. out in L.A. on the beach, and she's got that neighbor who's just fucking all these hottie boom latties. and they're mm. fucking him too it's a sequel but anyway and she's sitting it's out there equal. eating her guacamole in the big hat i loved christmas in california i fucking loved it it was great plus all the football games are on way earlier out there so you can get a good oh, doozy brunch. But that's a going. huge benefit yeah oh man i love having monday night christmas football there.
0: over with by like 7 30 is fantastic
4: Yep, I could drive up to the mountains for a little snow in the morning if I needed it. And then I could drive back down to my beautiful
3: beach house. Uh, But yeah, that's the one.
0: Great pick. Cons? Mm -hmm.
3: Okay, this is tough for me because I am so big on Christmas feeling like Christmas, Mm -hmm. right? So initially I thought of some other houses, but then I thought it might be too warm. There might not be snow. So I'm going with the house from something's got to give <clears throat> with Diane Keaton and Jack Nicholson the big the gorgeous beach house because also as you get older you realize you want a place where people can congregate and it has great areas it's got a great living room it's got a great kitchen i mean by default if you just pick a nancy myers movie you could find a good house you, you throw a stone at any nancy myers movie Nobody you're going to hit a
0: good yeah, house i have said that so absolutely i said it once Oh, Listen, I was ex- that yesterday. He's a
3: total Nancy Myers head. <laughs> if, I've, if I've said it once, if I've said it once. <laughs> um, so I think I'm going to go with something's got to give house. Uh, but I have two backups. If I'm allowed, I'll give my backups after you give yours, chaps.
0: Okay, so mine would be I'm taking over Kevin Costner's spot at Yellowstone.
3: Like and okay. the Yellowstone house. Mm-hmm, you have
0: the mm-hmm. big beams. It's a huge house. You have all kinds of scenery that you can see. And guarantee you you're gonna have snow on the ground and you might be able to even see some buffalo Roman. That yeah. spot is a beautiful. I would pick. Can
4: I say house. too? Before I die, I have earmuffs to everyone on this show who
0: i gotta with. fuck Kevin Costner.
4: No, no, I gotta <laughs> I gotta have sex on a big bearskin rug.
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Just to see in front of a fireplace at the wine glass. I don't think like it'd that. be that
0: great because bear skin. Well, <clears> I think you just get so hot and sweaty. Like you would just be a big old sweaty mess. And I can't imagine bear bear fur is it's gotta be at least a little bit grisly, right? Like you would think it'd be coarse.
3: No, I'm I think bear hair is me. a little more fine.
0: Like I wouldn't mind having sex on like an alpaca rug that's going to be very soft or like a rug that's made of chinchillas. Like just yeah like 10,000 nice. chinchilla rugs
4: no offense to chinchillas
0: none at all all right cause <laughs> what were your backup picks
3: my two backups my number one backup is the house from family stone it just screams cozy christmas and are you then, making
0: this these names up family no, stone dude,
3: are you family stone is that we watch that every year on christmas
0: we watch i've it never every heard year on that christmas. kate have you wow. heard of it
3: i've heard of
4: it <laughs> diane keaton right yeah guess what
3: be prepared if you if you're not ready for a cry, don't don't watch it. Oh, that's got a good cast. I have to check that out. Oh, okay. it's unbelievable! It's a great movie. Great. But you movie. use a
0: Christmas house again. Use a Christmas movie.
3: Um, and then that the other the house. Rule. Oh, you can't use a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. So nope. that's why I couldn't use it. Okay, but then also I would use the house from Uncle Buck because there's definitely going to be snow on the yeah, ground. Yeah, that's very Big home house. alone house. Yeah, too. exactly. It's kind, it's kind of like the, the, the JV Home Alone house, so it's kind of skirting the rule a little bit, but.
0: If you want to have a miserable time, you know where you could go. Not gonna be an advert, by the way. It felt like what? it, right? Like, yeah, yeah, like
3: yeah, it. yeah. Did it, did?
0: Willy Wonka's house, or not Willy Wonka? The Chocolate Factory would be great, but Charlie Bucket's house. Like, uh, can you imagine how bad that house has bed. to stink? Yeah. Oh mm. god, fucking Grandpa Joe and Georgina's fucking pussy smelling. Ugh. Stop. What? Are you looking for relief, relaxation,
3: or to party on the motherfucking moon? Then check out 3Chi's new True Strains lineup of cannabis vapes and gummies tailored for specific effects. And the best part? It's delivered
0: straight to your door. Visit 3Chi.com. That's 3Chi.com. And for a limited time, get 20% off with the code BARSTOOL20. I I said the grandpa's pussies, not the women.
3: Yeah. (laughs) What, Kate? I'm just going to list off some other houses I really love from movies. Okay. the father of the bride house, great mm-hmm. house, mm-hmm. Uh, the the house in the Parent Trap in Oh, Nava, the one Nava from Valley. Wedding
0: Crashers, the
3: beach Ooh, house or the yeah. little cottage. Yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire, Mrs. Doubtfire house. That's the good house. That was my third. One.
2: That was my third backup, Kate.
3: Um, mm-hmm. it's it's complicated. That's a good one.
0: I think that's enough. Let's move on <laughs> to round number one, where today we're going to get into a, a story that comes to us from the Marine Corps, Kate. What do we got?
4: Yeah, from the Marine Corps Times, so enlisted Marines are made in boot camp, obviously. Marine officer is the basic school, but the Corps is now considering foregoing boot camp for potential Marines with highly sought-after skills. We're talking probably nunchuck skills, karate mm-hmm. skills, stuff like that. Um, the idea is only it, guys
3: with skills. They're mm-hmm. calling
4: it lateral entry for exceptionally talented Americans to forego. Entry level training and just join the Marine Corps as a lieutenant colonel or a gunnery sergeant. Okay, so how does that line up with the culture of of the Marine Corps? At roughly one hundred eighty thousand Marines that go through these trainings that make us all one and the same, um, people are asking these questions, but they're having trouble getting people who are super skilled to stay in, to come in, and to stay in type thing. So this is one of the things they're looking at. We were talking about this last year with the um cyber stuff Mm -hmm. so talking about how you didn't have to um the marine corps cyber auxiliary unit where Neller was saying um you can have purple hair but no eagle globe and anchor if you want to join like you you're kind of an auxiliary marine so they're talking about like the air wing stuff like that where they really need specific skills you coming in laterally so i i I don't know. I don't How understand
0: do you- why they don't just make these civilian contractors and put it yeah. in so like just like the GS because you could be right. that's a corporal and have a GS eleven that's going to take over. I don't understand why you have. To, I don't really ultimately care if they do this because other branches of service already do this. They do it in the medical field where you yes, come in, you're going to be, a, gonna,
3: yeah. you're
0: going to come in be a captain. You can do it in certain jag. other fields as well, like jag exactly, where the, you're not going to come in and be a second lieutenant, like right? A, where you're not exactly going to do
3: typical right. soldiering stuff.
0: There are certain units that would be better off with having more experience coming in from the outside and being able to look at it with a fresh eye too. like I think that would help the MP field if you had somebody that came in that had legitimate time as an actual sheriff's deputy or an actual highway patrolman and then they come in and they're in charge of a platoon or something like that. There is benefits. Ultimately, the only MOS is that I don't think this could ever work in is straight up infantry. Because I feel like that's something that you have to earn from the ground up and you have to go through every single stage and you can't come in later or the people won't respect you that's in those roles. But if you, if you have almost any other auxiliary that's going to be even if deployed, confined to a FOB, confined to a base, I don't really see the issue with it because most have civilian contractors inside the unit anyway.
4: Right. I don't understand why they're even considering... Making them lateral marines or whatever, like, why are you even wasting? Because the article goes on to talk about well, if they come in at an 05, they're still coming in with one year of service, so not, they wouldn't be making as much as the other blah, blah blah. And I feel like some of the marines might resent if they did come in fresh off the bat as a gunny and they were making a certain amount, like, so why would you even bother with that? Why wouldn't you just, like, you said, it just why creates you just another level of like
0: having i always talk about having these modifiers you know like oh you're yeah. a marine but you didn't go to boot camp you came in as a gunny like you're gonna have even more almost like class warfare within the military like against itself and you see that in different levels even in officers you have like mm-hmm. your officers that didn't do rotc that came in before they went rtc then you have ones that are mustangs you have ones that went to the academy you have all these different caveats already. There's no reason to add another one. Just make them civilian contractors and tell the Marines the, the fucking structure of how you are, like the level of authority or the chain of command. Once you just tell the Marines that, they're fine with it.
3: Yeah, and beyond just the respect factor and realizing that you don't want to create a rift, I mean, just the fact that I think you miss out on a lot by not going through that whole process for any combat. I think it's for any combat arms, not just infantry. I think this should apply to any combat arms. But I think you you learn about the the branch as you go through that process. And you learn the little intricacies that it doesn't matter if you read a book about them, you can't fully appreciate and understand them unless you go through them yourself. I think Yeah, and I meant, by infantry, prayer.
0: I meant the infantry mechanism where you have okay. like the support, yeah. anybody that's yeah. going to yeah. be, outside of the wire type of operating right. like yeah. I think that that is where you you need to have the actual experience
4: well, I think so. they're talking about only doing this for very specific jobs like in aviation and stuff like that so it wouldn't not like I don't
0: know avi- about aviation if you come in as an aviator and you have somebody who legitimately has gone to has like a bachelor's degree in uh aeronautic like mechanics or whatever I don't even know if that's the thing. But if you have somebody that has legitimate education and how to do this and real experience and they come in at a higher rank than somebody who you just learned about the, how to change a fuse, like at school, I to me, I think that that's a no-brainer as well. Like I, I don't, because you have, again, you have those civilian contractors already working in those units.
4: Uh-huh. Yeah, and again, why would they want to come in as a, as a lateral Marine. Just pay contract, them. Or, like, I don't know. Yeah. Just pay them appropriately.
0: Thing. And it oh, would so probably the be thing. cheaper. Like the, it's probably a cheaper package to put them as a civilian. Because you don't have I to do w- as much benefits.
3: I was going to say, I, I thought maybe you might have to pay them more. Because I feel like contractors in general make more money. Make bank. More yeah, money
0: straight up like cash. But not as far as the incentive package. Like where you have
3: yeah. like mm.
0: putting somebody on SGLI. Putting somebody on possibly through the VA system. If, if they get injured or hurt. Like you're talking about all kinds of more money that somebody has access to if they're a full-fledged member i guess it's the military is kind of like a union in that way really
4: yeah well, in side some note, ways yeah changing the topic the a bit least here. powerful
0: union in the world but <laughs> a
3: union in the zero leverage this yeah. is
4: part of that ongoing conversation about um recruitment and retainment that has been a big issue lately especially in the marine corps what was it that was in the news about um before we move on to the next round so now Before, when you went to go to boot camp, whatever branch you were in, you did not have to disclose your full medical record, but now you do what's up with that?
0: Yeah. So there's this, it was from a TikTok, but there is some guidance that's coming down where if a recruiter or if the recruiting station has questions about your medical history, if things don't feel like they're adding up, they can require you to submit your medical records.
4: I thought we already had to do that anyway. I no know. not
0: before you didn't have to put like medical you were supposed to like moment of truth and it's an honesty statement but you didn't have to put in your medical records why wow. now they want but you to do it did if you there- always have
3: to do a, f- a physical though
0: a physical yeah, yes so but-, but certain things like if for like me for instance if i got diagnosed with something like um like asthma if you get asthma. diagnosed at asthma at like 11 years old and you have no issues for it for five years most people are going to say no i don't have asthma Well, now you'll still get flagged that you have asthma, which was always surprising because even kids that were like military dependent and joined the military after they don't even look at their medical records like before. And they had access to those and they wouldn't look at them. Like they didn't know if you had ADHD. They didn't know any of that shit. They just didn't look at it. Now they can. I Uh, cannot imagine how difficult recruiters was going to be. And I I tweeted that yesterday. I said, Mm -hmm. I was like this, the whole military recruiting business is based on lying, like lying from the recruiter, lying from those that are getting recruited. One dude tweeted back at me was like, this is not true. I made sure that all of my recruits were telling the truth and my staff was telling the truth. Okay, well, you're the only unicorn in the entire history of the military that does it that way. Good on you, Mr. Integrity. Way to go. Yeah.
4: Hmm. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not a bunch of poop. You know what I mean? Not us.
0: Yeah. Speaking Mm. of poop, let's move on to round number two—the real star of the show.
4: Yeah, the real, the brown star of the show. Some might Mm -hmm. say. So first, there are five main ways to use the bathroom in the military. Without looking,
3: can you name them?
0: Uh, You shouldn't tell me. I just looked. Okay. Okay.
3: (laughs) But here, Kate, I don't know what some of these are. Okay. No idea what the three in the middle are. So I mean, I can go ahead.
4: Yeah, first of all, wag bags. Used these all the time on my first deployment because you're out at these outposts and there's there's no sewage system, there's nothing. So you literally- it's Hold a on, plastic- let's
0: see if we can get Nick because he's never heard these terms. Yeah, there Nick, we go. What do you think a wag bag is? Oh man, a wag
2: bag. I feel like this is a wag. Uh, just in case you have to like go, like you just whip it out and whip it also out. And you, just, is-
4: you wag your- <laughs> You
2: like, wag, Yeah. Wag, wag back. Nick. yeah. <laughs> oh man. when you have to go number, number two.
0: <laughs> okay. Yes. It guy. is for number <laughs> two. So what it essentially is, is just like, it's almost made of MRE material like the MRE container material, okay. but it has kitty litter essentially in the bottom. So whenever you shit or piss that kitty litter material, soaks everything up
2: and then you just, you just chuck it.
4: Yeah.
0: You
2: just yes. chuck it
4: normally into a burn pit. Is right. that's like ten feet from your tent. So and it comes with a little thing of <laughs> uh of hand sanitizer and it comes with a little thing of toilet paper. Which I never, never got a hand
0: sanitizer in mine. The oh. little
4: packets, not hand sanitizer, but the little um packets. Oh, the wet wipes. Wipe, the wet wipes. And then it came with a tiny little roll of toilet paper that was never enough
0: to wipe your ass. Which yeah, you, as you got to keep those napkins from your MREs for that. Yeah. I have a
2: question. So I'm actually not like that shocked by by that what i really yeah. want to know though is what's the strategy to like execute
0: yeah, like is there like times- like like
2: do you need to have strong like hips and are you it had- depends on what you you're know at. what i mean
4: it totally depends sometimes you would have to hold it up to your own ass sometimes we put it in an ammo can and you just squat over the ammo can other times you would have like a wooden porta potty but you had to bring your own bag and put it in the thing and use rocks to hold it up so it wouldn't fall Uh, I've said this on the show before. Sometimes people would reach under the box when they see a poop land in it, and they would squish your own poop back up on your butt. Yeah. Last
2: one more question. Yes. Need to know. So the first time you had to use one, was there any like trepidation, or was it just like oh,
0: big time? Because you you don't. Well, one you see other people using it, it's not like you go through a class like of how to use it. You just kind of observe other people doing it, but you can come up with people come up with super creative ways to use these wag bags in the most comfortable manner. There was one guy that I saw, he took down, you know, on the top of some of the Hesco barriers, they had plywood that was cut in strips. Well, he took it and nailed and screwed almost like a big toilet seat, like a bigger toilet seat, where it would wrap around, like the wag bag could sit on side of it. You would put it on the tailgate of a truck and you could sit on the edge of the truck like an actual toilet. Like you would put something heavy on it, like two ammo cans, and you could sit on the edge with your toilet off. It was almost like having a squatty potty. It was unbelievable, some of the ingenuity.
3: I was oh, yeah. just—that was the word I was going to use. Isn't it unbelievable what the people in the military come up with to overcome just basic problems? It's really impressive what they come
0: Necessity up. with. Necessity is the fertilizer for ideas.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The
4: one spot is that they use
3: sandbags mm-hmm. to build like a throne,
4: almost with an ammo can as the whole. Uh, but you, felt you remember very that comfortable. story? There was
0: a group of folks that were in a remote outpost where there's only like seven or eight of them in the middle of nowhere, and they they got in trouble because they built such an elaborate. Toilet that was like oh it was legit like the Iron Throne and Game of Thrones where <laughs> yeah. it was elevated you could see over everything that would be an incredible experience though it's like right in the middle of a valley between two mountains like if yeah. you had that type of scenery yeah it's world class shit in scenery oh
3: absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I never I, I've never I don't even know I can't even remember ever seeing a wag bag let alone oh, really? one now. Yeah
4: yeah i well the smooth the place that stored them all burned down when i was there the first time and i got in trouble for only peeing in my in my because i didn't know well where to pee so i started pissing in gatorade bottles cutting the tops off pissing gatorade bottles because you could only poop in the wag bags because they were so Mm -hmm. rare anyways Mm -hmm. and then walking out especially as a woman walking out with a wag bag full of poop and having to walk you don't want it to look lumpy It was. I always smoothed it out first before I went and made it very delicate looking. Yeah. Anyways,
0: <laughs> you want it to be like a custard.
4: Yeah, nice, nice, real smooth. The fellas were like, ooh, do you see how smooth our shit bag looked? Very, yeah. look
0: like a uh, chess pie.
4: Number two, piss tubes. You didn't poop
0: in a piss tube, but they're
4: they were just big PVC pipes that you jammed way down deep into the ground, and the guys would walk up to them, whip their dicks out, and just piss in them. And the piss I thought go, about
0: putting one in my office here.
4: They're not a bad idea. It's a really smart idea. I feel like every guy should have one in his backyard. Wouldn't that be nice?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Anyway, yeah. two, uh, three, cat holes. I, I
0: don't know what know that a cat is. Cat hole
3: is. No. Sh- cat, cat
0: holes where you just like shit and then you cover it up, right? Yeah,
3: pretty much. Yeah. Like oh, cat all right. Sandbox. Then, then I did that, like, you know, various trainings out in the woods. You just kind of, you know, hug a tree and, and squat down. Yeah, I did yeah. that. Yeah. Well,
4: straddle trench is yeah. a delight. It's a It's essentially a trench that's kind of long and you and all your buddies can essentially, you can human centipede yourselves and all squat over it together. And sometimes that's you know. easier
0: because it's almost like forest and bubble, like you, you lean your head against me and I'll lean <laughs> my head against you so we don't have to sleep our heads in like, a <laughs> mud.
4: Right, and that's what you do over a straddle trench together. And then finally, Portageons. That's the other way, which led me to on the bigger basis. Wait, really planet, quickly,
3: yes. which would surprise people, I'm sure. The cleanest and most sanitary Portageons I've ever used in my entire life were on my outpost in Iraq.
0: No. Yeah, they cleaned them a lot more frequently. Yeah, they cleaned them like
3: almost every day or every other day. It was it was something special. It was really a nice experience. Oh, those smells are gonna think haunt me about forever. Think about no well, think about this. Where do you typically use porter John's in the States? It's usually Gates. like at a tailgate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So imagine what those look like based on you know people being a little intoxicated and not really caring for their for their neighbors. So
0: Cardi went to one the first time that I could remember a couple of weeks oh. ago when we went to the UTSA game, <laughs> Cardi walked out, looks, looks at me straight in the face and goes, the fuck is that about?
2: <laughs> 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 That's yeah. a
3: perfect description.
2: I was like, What it do you up. mean? And
0: they're like, uh, I mean, we got to come up with a better, we got to come up with a better situation out here. Look at all these people. We can't be doing this. Yeah. And then we had to go to the, uh, little hand washing station, you know, with like the foot pump or oh, you're yeah. like, you're yep. pumping it. And then the little soap comes out and they're like, that's not going to clean my hands. I might as well just put them in my pockets.
4: Yeah. But they're not wrong. They're no. not goddamn wrong, but that is the biggest one. And sometimes the port of johns on deployments, it's like the, it's like a tent. There'll be like 15 toilets in one in mm-hmm. like a 360 almost. So, my question was because chaps, you had asked me this morning, like, where does our poop go? And so, there's a, a here in the States, obviously, a whole sewer system or whatever. But that reminded me the Kandahar Poop Pond, which was infamous in Afghanistan. It was this massive, massive, massive lake that was split into four parts and it held the waste of about 30,000 people which it was only meant to ever hold the waste of about 25,000 people. So 5,000 more people than usual. Plus there was excess waste, plus grease and oil that it couldn't process, which all went to a nearby cesspit. And this was all out in the open and all about a hundred yards from housing, from like where, where soldiers and stuff slept. There was a Poupon song by Jimmy Misawa, a soldier back in 2013. Um, the Poupon showed up on Google Maps. It had 37 reviews, all of them just sterling. And there has been a blanket letter issued from the medical command that should be inserted in your medical record. If you were ever even around it, um, I'm, I only spent a week around it, but probably enough. Um, but this got me thinking. So on, on a huge deployment forward base like that in a single year, here comes Katie math in a single year, each one of us poops about 320 pounds of poop. That's the size of an adult. That's, panda.
0: A, that's so much. Poop that's the too. size of
4: an adult Panda, by the way. Okay. We're each shitting out in a whole adult panda every year. Okay. Except cons,
0: let's say a little. Call that Kong poo. No
4: offense. Yeah. Um, Kong poop panda. But so so say there's 30,000 people at Kandahar mm. at, at its peak. In mm-hmm. one year, that's 9.6 million pounds of poop with no sewer system. It's all going to this pond. What do you really do with that? Where does it go? Um, Joint base balad. And human Iraq-
0: poop, lest we forget, can't be used as fertilizer true it cannot be
4: so like in iraq joint base balad it was the largest was u.s base in iraq yep. the the burn pit there at its peak in the summer of 2008 was burning 147 tons of waste per day which included poop um per so i was asked day. per day i asked online, that place was matt mass- it was
3: so so massive it was but unbelievable think about
4: it that's like a city but with no sewer system so where yeah were we putting all the shit because even in 20 by 2013 the kandahar poopon they got rid of it but but to where, where did it go? I had so many questions. So I asked on Twitter, somebody said, I remember hearing, Luciano025 said, I remember hearing that the trucks just drove out of the area and dumped it into the countryside. It's not unbelievable. And it's not unbelievable. Um, Sully111.3 um, said, they definitely did that with gray water and gray water is the dirty poop water, essentially. It was at Bagram testing water. Sa- was He was at Bagram testing water saving equipment and saw a few of the trucks dumping it outside the T walls. So they were just dumping all this shit right out into the countryside. So yeah, to said, be
0: fair, a lot of those places were extremely desert. And if you're going to dump nine million pounds of poop somewhere, it's got to be the desert because it'll dry that's it out. But still
4: faster. and that becomes dust then that gets inhaled by people and it gets like whatever. Like, that's still not good. Mm-hmm. Then this guy said I was there. It went to a place where they mixed it with fuel and then burned it. So picture in a year, nine point six million pounds of shit. Getting mixed with who knows how much fuel, and then sent to these burners and burned. Um, that's why the burn pits register considers cobble very black. I had black snot for a year and black dust on my vehicle every day, like a dusting of snow. Only it was poop. This guy poops said
0: poop's not, poop snot, poop snow, snow, poop
4: snot, and poop snow. Not a so very merry Christmas. Yeah. Again, goodness. check out the Hunter Seven Foundation to see what, where you fall on that. Um, according, Doc, to I this, believe
0: I got a case of the poop lung.
4: Then I found I went and found I went down a major rabbit hole in this reports way back in the 80s and 90s of other countries like suing us in, essentially for the way our bases were getting rid of poop on in their countries, which was not a good way or whatever. Did you know there's a world toilet day because 820, 892 million people worldwide still open air poop. They have no real sewage system.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, there's parts of Iraq that are still like that. Mm-hmm. I, one oh, of the-
4: Afghanistan. Yeah.
0: And I hate to say I was grossed out by somebody else's culture, but I was grossed out by it. Like whenever you were going around different houses, you could step and the next thing you know, you're in there like septic tank essentially, because there's there's no pipes. It was just like straight up clay and mud that was making some of the pipes that get it out of the house or get it out of the village. It was awful. I just looked up, by the way, because I was thinking more city, not exactly deployment, but Kate knowing that this is a military pod took it to a military um, slant I, where we I talked about questions. the coupon which no it's great like, and i that coupon is unbelievable like those facts but i was looking at just in general the way that how we've engineered society where most of us don't even know how it really works is truly remarkable like i if you drop me into the 1400s and like oh well, teach us the way i'm not setting up an electrical grid no. i don't know how to do indoor plumbing i wouldn't know how to do any of that the fact that there's Nearly infinite amount of water, really. I mean, obviously, there is a, not an infinite amount. But in, I could run the water in my house forever, essentially, and it wouldn't stop. Like, it would just yeah. keep on coming, keep on coming, keep on coming until the end of time.
3: Listen up, guys. We've all accomplished things we never thought we could. Running your first 5K on no sleep, learning a new language you'll never use, and winning that college basketball bracket challenge, even if it was auto-picked. So why not add cutting your own hair to the list? Wall makes hair clippers that keep you looking your best. And hey, if a winning bracket just isn't in the cards for you this year, at least you'll have a winning look. Get your wall hair clippers at wallusa.com. Wall, you got this.
0: The fact that we can do that and all I have to do to stop that flow is just turn a little knob and it doesn't like spray out or try to spray out anywhere is truly remarkable. And I was looking at the numbers in New York City. Did you know? There's 18 million people currently in New York City. Mm -hmm. That would be 5,922,000,000 pounds of shit every year that New York has to give up based on Kate's estimate. Yeah, that's a lot of shit. That's that's a lot of Duke. And how does it go? Like, Okay, let's get into the actual article where it explains plumbing because it is mind-blowing, mind-blowing.
4: So 20% of Americans, we're just doing America right now, 20% of Americans are septic tank owners. I know growing up, we had one and every now and then somebody's overflows. And it's like, don't walk in the side yard for the love yeah. of God, our septic tanks overflowing. Uh, but basically that's in your own yard. You flush the toilet. It goes right down into a tank on your property. It separates solids, liquids, partially decomposes some of it. Every few years or whatever, somebody has to come suck the crap out of it. And then you start over again, whatever. Um, but 80% of Americans use municipal water treatment plants. So you flush your toilet, pipes carry the waste to water treatment plants and it separates the solids and liquids, primary treatment. Then it goes to a drain field where bacteria breaks down contaminants called secondary treatment. But how do
0: you figure that out, Kate? (laughs) Like, how do you look at this from like, I guess a meta perspective and say, we've got to have tubes From every house that will suck the poop to some central location,
4: and doesn't it all have to be like it's all got to be going downward? So how do you make sure all the pipes are going down a certain way and that water's running through? I uh, it boggles the mind. If you're a if you're a toilet expert out there, please engineers,
0: insane. Mm -hmm.
4: Mm -hmm. I yeah, it's absolutely wild. Um, so obviously bad stuff though still happens all the time. The Clean Water Act was passed in 1972 with the goal of all waterways in the U S being safe for swimming. So making sure that our, our septic systems are, are completely on point and doing everything right. 46 years later, and this was in 2018, over half of the 4,523 beaches tested had unsafe levels of shit, especially the Gulf coast, great lakes and West coast. Were especially I think bad. I, I think
0: the government's standard for safe to swim is way too high. I mean, it's kind of like their, it's kind of like their chicken scale where they say it's got to be cooked to 165 degrees chicken at 157 is completely fine. They're right. just on the safe side. I bet I could swim and 15, 20% straight up shit and not have any issues.
3: Yeah, you're probably right. Cause there's still a lot of people, surfers come to mind and some of these yeah. breaks out in California that will mm-hmm. still go out and they're technically in dangerous water oh, yeah. You can you can funnel you can Why funnel are you through guys a big, defending this. What the you fuck can is funnel wrong through diarrhea you?
0: and have no problem at all.
4: According to EPA estimates, any given year between 23 to
3: 75,000 sewer overflows happen. So
4: whatever. You well, that's to... like
3: uh in Hoboken, <clears> okay. which floods all the time, they say don't walk in the floodwaters because it's all you know, a lot poop. of times over oh, yeah, it's poop.
4: That's where the great plagues and stuff come from.
3: Huh? dookie uh-huh. water. Yeah. <clears throat> something yeah. to think about anyway. really Infra- infrastructure, man. It's wild. You know, we should have infrastructure nowhere. week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know wait
0: we for infrastructure week?
3: Yeah. Very exciting. I we just had it. it finally poop. passed. So yeah, we
0: might oh, get yeah. some new roads soon. that will be fantastic. I would, Oh, by the way, remember when we were coming back from that, uh, Phillies warriors thing that we went yes. to yeah, the hockey, yeah. The hockey yeah. tournament. Yeah. Well you guys dropped me off at the train station to go back to Manhattan. Cause you guys are staying where you live in Jersey. And when I was sitting on the train, the train was like 15 minutes late of when it was supposed to depart. And there was a dude that was riding the train. And he was like, I just got back from Japan. This would never happen there. If they say a a train is leaving at 1127, it leaves at 1127 every time there's none of this jerking. And then at that time, like the train was like, jerk and jerk it's like slamming against the track (laughs) and going back. And the guy was just furious he was like the richest country in the world my fucking dick <laughs> he, he was furious about it but he's right like there. no we, we need, need to better improve in, our trains. Like if we had
3: bullet trains it'd be amazing i would i would gladly if you gave me the option train versus plane i'm taking train every time yeah it's unless it's like the
0: difference in how long it's gonna get there like all things considered going on train is better. i mean you don't have to go through tsa you don't have yep. to do any of that stuff you just hop on and chill
4: the philadelphia Mm -hmm. subway system until like last year was still using token coins to ride it like they're so (laughs) far we are so wildly far behind in infrastructure when When i look at what
0: europe can do like the people that get stationed in europe that are my friends and they just get to hop around from austria to germany to italy to spain and just hop on a fucking train and they're there and it doesn't cost that much money jealous Mm-hmm. So I mean I would take a train just around the Swiss Alps just to look. I we, oh. we were going to go to Alaska. We were going to stop in uh, Seward, Alaska, and then take a train up to Denali. And we wanted to see just all the the mountains and everything.
3: I thought you were about to say we were going to Alaska and we were going to stop in the Swiss Alps, and I was going to say that might be a little difficult, bud.
0: That's not what I was going to say. All <laughs> right, <what> I- <laughs> let's move on to <laughs> round number three, where we're going to talk a little bit of more toxic water. <laughs> but it's not going to be poop related this time. But it is going to involve gas
4: a lot of gas so this is coming to us from the air force times preliminary tests have found petroleum contaminants in water samples from a school in joint-based pearl harbor hickam's water system serving primarily military children a military housing advocacy group has called advocacy group has called on the dod to declare a state of emergency because of the water issues Residents are concerned that their water is being contaminated by another fuel and water spill, another one, near Navy's Red Hill facility. The preliminary analysis was conducted on samples from Red Hill Elementary School and basically went to University of Hawaii lab They confirmed it. How much would your skin crawl if you knew that your kid had been at a school drinking well, drinking fucking fuel?
0: There's, it's one a- thing I think when you're in the military and you're dealing with certain, you're always not going to have the best conditions. And I think that anybody that has a logical brain knows that. Like when you go to on a deployment, like it'd be, it would be ridiculous for us. If you don't have running water and running toilets for us to be here. Right. Yes. You understand that you're going to use wag back mm-hmm. when you're a member of the military. Like that's yep. just part of it. But you never think that that you're going to attach those shitty positions to your children, especially while they're in a learning environment. Especially stateside. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just completely bullshit. And it's something that they could fix if there was really a desire to fix it.
4: Yeah. And the school is only one of the sites in the Navy water system where fuel-like odors have been detected in the water, including a number of military housing areas where families have reported a wide variety of symptoms. On Tuesday, the Hawaii Health Department advised all Navy water system users to avoid using the water for drinking, cooking, or, or even hygiene, and they added, Navy water system users who detect a foul odor should avoid using it, blah, 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 uh, even for laundry, they said, blah, everything. Red Hill Elementary in Honolulu services about 420 students, about 70% who are military, The Hawaii Department of Health officials said they've had more than 175 complaints about the odor. And again, if it's that bad, if it's smelling like straight up fuel, the schools had stopped using the tap water altogether because it was making the schools smell like fucking. I saw certain
0: videos where people were lighting their their water on fire in their base housing.
4: Wow. Like I just it's base after base, place after place like I don't understand. Like you said military members it sucks that's one thing but their families it's absolutely fucking wild and it's just i it's just crazy to me we need to something needs to change but yeah i just thought that was kind of an important story to bring up because it's it's every week we have a different one and it's fucking wild so we also have another
0: one in round number four where we're going to be talking about russia and the ukraine all right so let's start getting into a little bit of round number four kate what's going on with Kansas, pal, Vladimir Putin.
4: Yeah, old Kans and Putin. <laughs> two mm-hmm. peas in a pod, peanut butter mm-hmm. and jelly. Those too. ah, mm-hmm. uh, not great. They're they're messing around with the Ukraine again, my friends. They have got roughly one hundred thousand Russian troops amassed close to the border with Ukraine. Well, where does all their poop go? Everyone wants to know. Right, exactly. Warships right. deployed in the nearby Black Sea, and Russian tanks streaming down from the north and fears are that Russian President Vladimir Putin is poised to launch an invasion to continue to grow inside the former Soviet Republic. On Friday, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky made a startling announcement that he had received information that a coup d'etat would take place in the country on Wednesday or Thursday of this week. Zelensky stopped short of accusing the Kremlin of hatching a plot to overthrow his government, but added that a taped conversation suggests possible involvement of Renat Akmenitov, a Moscow-linked oligarch in the Ukraine who controls much of the country's media and coal resources, so that Russia is working with some of the elites in the Ukraine to help this coup. Um, Akhmetov has furiously denied his role in any of this, but some Ukrainians believe he is actively working with Russia to weaken Ukraine. The conflict also shows potential of drawing in other nations Belarus, a close Kremlin ally, considered or announced Monday. I
0: wish Belarus wasn't garbage like because, because it's
4: such a cute little name. It is. It is. It's <laughs> one of the best
0: names. Like if you had Belarus and it was like a little beluga whale as their mascot, mm-hmm. that'd be a great minor league baseball team. The yeah. Belarus beluga whales.
3: Come Yeah. On. And if the theme song was baby. Beluga, yeah, that'd
0: be adorable.
3: Oh, baby, Belarus
0: has such a chance to be, be- like to be adorable. And they just want to be pieces of shit. I don't understand it.
4: Yeah, so they're, they're doing all sorts of military drills with Russia near its southern border on the Ukraine. Russian troops are already setting up there. More Russian armed forces are bolstering an already occupied Crimea. In response to the Russian military buildup at Ukraine's doorstep, which is viewed as preparation for possible incursion, NATO has stationed troops in Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia, and Poland, and has ships cruising the Baltic Sea. At a press conference By the way.
0: If you want to have some Zillow fun, oh buddy, if you've never gone and looked for a house in Estonia, you've never lived. Like the (laughs) the the spots that you can get in Estonia will blow like Kate. If you're thinking about getting a trailer, like if you want to go over to Estonia, you throw down 50k in Estonia, you're walking away. Probably one of those houses from Yellowstone, essentially. Oh Uh, there and Latvia too. I mean Luxembourg, you can get some nice spots.
4: What's a little more goofing?
0: To no, have nothing, to Live yeah. like a king. Mm-hmm.
4: But so Latvia, which also hot housing market right now. Mm-hmm. Um, on Monday, NATO Secretary General Jens Stol- Stolenberg told reporters that Russia has amassed a large and unusual concentration of forces in this region, and that NATO says it's unprovoked and unexplained. We see heavy weapons, artillery, armored units, drones, and electronic warfare systems, and tens of thousands of combat-ready troops. The latest moves are testing the resolve of the Western Alliance, the European union and the U S towards the Ukraine, which Putin continues to maintain is linked to Russia by both history and race. He's saying it's pretty much ours. We're going to come and take it. What are you going to do about it? Poke, 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 poke. Putin appears, who, yep. Who appears to be allying with China. Both countries recently partook in war games off the coast of Taiwan. And he's showing he just won't go along with Western demands. He's manipulating Russian gas supplies to Europe during a shortage and not only does Putin appear to be cutting gas and coal to Ukraine, he keeps promising more gas but not delivering. Classic, Classic Putin. Putin, Putin Classic being Putin.
2: Putin. Now
4: a lot poop. of people, a lot of people are saying he's all he's doing this to distract from what's really going on back in Russia. He's got a lot of problems at home. His popularity is falling and very much very fast. I saw one expert was saying that he smells blood in the water, like he knows the people can tell, like his popularity is just nose diving, especially after the imprisonment and alleged poisoning, alleged of Alexei Navalny and other opposition figures, which is prompting anti-Putin protests. So Russia's current posturing may also come in response to cracks in our system. Did too, you guys so hear about what
0: President Xi was doing, too? No. From China. President Xi has been getting with all of his military because they're having this big Navy makeup, and they've actually developed a new salute for the president for president Xi, and it's from TikTok. Kate did you see what it is no whenever President Xi walks by a troop all the other troops have to go she it's <laughs> it's bad
3: okay she. Yeah.
0: She. yikes she. quick question for you guys how many people live in Estonia
4: uh, 1.2 million
0: cons
3: 9.3 million
0: kate i gotta say that was an unbelievable guess the answer is 1.3 million Whoa. wow 1.3 million and it's crazy because they had essentially the same exact amount of people live there in 1960 they're they have come pretty steady pretty flat as far as population goes unbelievable
4: and i have a question say say russia does some point later this week or next or whatever they pull the trigger and they fucking go in and they stage a coup in ukraine and they take it over do do we do anything like what does that mean for us like is this another thing where a proxy war starts again where then fine we start arming estonia and we whatever like how does I that I think it down? really
0: just I don't think that there is a clear-cut answer because we didn't do really anything when Russia was fucking with Crimea like we didn't do anything then but Syria and I don't where we and even though I think normally we might have the American public absolutely has zero stomach for us to go get involved in a conflict that we perceive has nothing to do with us when in reality everything on the global stage has everything to do with everybody right but you try to pass that off and up taxes again to pay for a conflict between Russia and Ukraine, there's no shot. I would I would imagine that has to be 95. 95- that might be the most united America would possibly be if you said, do you want to go with war-, war with Russia over the Ukraine?
3: What do you think is the timeline before, you know, obviously take out extenuating circumstances, but what do you think is the timeline that our country could really stomach, to use your word, getting involved in something?
0: I think it would have to be another, uh, God forbid, another American mash casualty event. I I don't think in the next one, because it's the generation that has experienced the war, which is ours, is rising to the level that's going to fill most of those congressional seats soon. In the next 10 10 years or so, it'll be mostly our generation of folks Mm -hmm. that are doing that. I don't see it happening unless there's a real... Legitimate American threat.
3: Yeah, that's that. Well, so that's what I'm thinking. Like, just because somebody does something somewhere in the world, that doesn't necessarily mean. So, Kate, and answer your question: We're just going to be very.
0: Typically, it's to- 15 years though. If you look at American yeah. history, right? Yeah. Like, it's typically 15 years. We're 15 years, 15, 20 years between World War One and World War Two. You have 15, 20 years between World War Two and Korea. You have 15 years between then and, and Vietnam, and then. Between Desert Storm and then now where we Isn't went for so probably crazy when another 15 really, years. When you
3: look back at it from that lens and how consistent that is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's
3: just long enough for the people to sort of forget a little bit right. so that we yeah. can do it again. How yeah.
0: terrible it is. I'm like, oh yeah, let right. me send my kids. because right. What yeah. I did was cool. Yeah, but you know what? Chops, <laughs> it's fun. funny you
3: say that though. Like that I think that is part of how some people think. They're like, hey, you know what? Well, I served, and if they have to, I guess it's good that my kids will serve too. And that's how they kind of justify it. Once do you get to rose color? Yeah, I think, I saw, range, which is about
0: 15. it. Definitely is, and I think that it depends on what you view your accomplishments were too. Like when I, I was watching this TikTok the other day of this hundred and two, hundred and six year old man who was getting interviewed by his granddaughter, and he was a World War II veteran, and he was talking about some of the stuff that's rarely spoken about in American circles, where. The Germans and Japanese had actual plans of what they were going to do if they won the war and they were going to take over America. It was going to be east of the Mississippi was going to be taken over by the Germans and west of the Mississippi was going to be occupied by Japan. They were the ones that were going to control that. He was talking to his daughter about all of those different ways that they had planned to implement it. And she said, well, without you and the veterans from World War II, this would no longer be America. And he was like, yes. And he was like, and that's he said that's the only one of the only reasons why I feel like our war was worth it. Like we saved a bunch of people. There was a tangible goal. We knew what we were going to do and we accomplished that mission. He said that he felt sorry for people in our generation that didn't have after the first initial time, they didn't have that. Like peace, like that you really accomplished something that you saved America or that you saved a certain ethnic group of people from genocide. Like you, we don't have. It's
4: that. been a string of it's been uh, the Korean War, Vietnam, Iraq, mm-hmm. and Afghanistan have left generations of veterans being like, what, what was why we do that? What mm-hmm. what was it for? And. Yeah, it's definitely like I I definitely feel a sense of disillusionment. I love this country. Well, it happened yesterday. I I mean,
0: just in a moment of honesty with the listener, like we constantly go back and forth about different merch ideas. And one that I had, I, I like really simple stuff. Like I've recently purchased a couple different old blueprints, blueprints of the original like uh, whiskey sills of how Mm -hmm. you make whiskey. And it's a blueprint that looks very cool. It's very minimalist. And I thought maybe we could incorporate some of that into some t-shirts design, like a topographic map of Iraq or Afghanistan. And Kate was like, I am not ready for an Afghanistan shirt in the slightest. (laughs) Mm -mm. And I thought, you know, that's that's probably true. Like it, nobody's ready for that shit. And I don't know how long it's going to be until we are. Yeah, I I don't know if I ever will. if we ever will be. Yeah. Yeah.
4: (laughs) I'll say <laughs> maybe that's the, the maybe
0: that's the reason why, like we've talked about that on this show. The Vietnam veteran does not talk about their experiences for the most part. Perhaps that's why, like they they view it. I, I could really see us getting to that point, too, where eventually it's no longer in the news. Do you want to stop talking about it? I could see our generation adapting that for real.
4: Yeah, yeah I can see me telling stories to my kids about brave things people did in the war, but I can't ever see me because there wouldn't be a point explaining some overarching grand thing that was accomplished, you know, because there were, you know, I don't know. Anyway, happy Friday, everybody. Bye.
0: Yikes. Ooh. All right, let's move on to some save rounds <laughs> and alibis. Yeah. Nick, we'll start with you. I
2: don't really have anything. Just want to encourage everyone to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, mm. we're, we're approaching, yeah. we're approaching 10K. We'd love to get there.
0: Yeah. But, and I got to say some spots, if you're not watching, you miss things. Like when, I was texting the group the other day when I say something ridiculous and Kate just kind of like nods along with it and agrees, even though it's a ridiculous thing, or when cons laughs silently off. You miss that if you don't have it on YouTube. We appreciate <laughs> yeah. the Spotify. By the way, people that have been tagging us and tweeting at us, the different Spotify links that we're one of your top shows that you listen to, or how many minutes Woo! that you spent with us, or how many episodes. I cannot tell you how much that means to us. Like, because
4: we love this you. wasn't our Thank first you. job.
0: Like we didn't go out of school and come and do this. We understand the grind that everybody's doing and in, in real world jobs and real things like that. Cons is still doing that, too. But we have we appreciate it. And knowing that you take you only have 24 hours in a day, you only have so much time to listen to things. And the fact that you're listening to this show means the fucking world to us um, for sure. <laughs>
3: I was blown away. Sorry, I was blown away by that the amount of different countries where people listen. Now I get it. We have a military audience. Was it
0: fifty-four, right?
3: Fifty-four. Yeah. We have a military audience. So they're spread out all over the world. I get that. But even fifty-four seems like a lot to me so i, don't I know. thought it was really cool spotify
0: included even though it just goes with the clock like what countries started listening to zbt first and it's australia co- clocks in like there's yeah. so there's some australian service members i imagine that are listening to the show and I'm then awesome. it went from there to like korea japan had a big spot there there were spots in germany all over the place it was it was incredible like you look at the map and you would think it looked like global shipping ports but it's just where people are listening to zbt fucking dope
4: Yeah. It's super awesome. I also thought it was really funny because they remind you here was your very first episode of the year. It was January 5th, our first episode of the year, January 5th. And our prediction, the title of the episode was this is going to be the horniest year yet. And then the next day, January 6th, insurrection happened. So we yeah. were, I was actually Ooh, very dry. We missed that, that day. one. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's not horny that day. No, that was probably uh, the least horny I've, I've been in a long least time. Least horny I've been in quite some time. Uh, a lot of flaps went undugged that
0: week. Mm-hmm. There's only two times I turned my wife down. One was after a Spartan race and the other was after January 6th.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But anyway, no, huge <laughs> thank you to everybody who listens. It really was so fun and so awesome to see. Um, so thank you, thank you, and thanks to everybody who purchased ZBT gear on mm-hmm. the Black Friday sales and, and the high Monday. chair stuff. It
0: did really well, and high
4: chair stuff. Yeah, thank you everybody, really. So just feel the love. Sorry, this is like a downer episode. It got poop and, and fuel water, and I don't know if train. it was a downer
0: episode. We just talked a little, little so. bit at the end. Yeah, okay. Kate,
3: cheese, mm. Kate. Sorry, shit what was the people, point Kate. of it all? <laughs> there goes, there goes old big nose Kate again. Yeah, 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 what
0: a nickname. I so last night I came across this meme. Who was it, Doc Holiday? Yeah, mm-hmm. was it yes. Doc Holiday and Big Nose Kate? I guess that's his that counterpart. Big body part, anything person's name is an all time insult. Like if you said Big Forehead Cliff, or you said mm-hmm. Big Feet Aaron, like anything like that, there's just no recovery no, because it's, it's so endearment. So- Look at the Mafia,
4: Little Toes Tony. You know that depends endearment. on how you say it. I
0: think mm-hmm. it's kind of like uh, being big a platoon sergeant Marty. and calling somebody a bitch. Like you can yeah. be, you can have a whole lot of endearment in there, or it could just cut you straight to your core. Mm. Big, yeah. nose Kate, big
3: nose, Kate. Big nose, Kate. Gons, what do you got? So I went and I got my Christmas tree mm-hmm. this week and love the mustache, by the way. I really do. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, my goodness gracious, are you guys aware of what's going on with the Christmas tree? Let me guess, let me guess
4: how much you paid. Cause supply chain and fuel costs and all this stuff. I'm going to guess you paid 112.
3: Uh. Oh, Higher. Whoa. For your Christmas tree, get the fuck out. 150. 150? It was 150 and they gave me a veteran discount of 140. No. Ooh.
4: Holy fuck. Yeah. What is it a fur? A Douglas fur? I have working? no idea. I have
3: no, no idea. Oh my god, how do you not
0: know? How do you not I don't know? know. It smells a spruce. I don't
3: know. It's uh, one of those two. Either mm, way, yeah. I just could not believe that. So wait, wait. Where do we stand in the, in this uh little Four people here, real versus fake.
0: I'm a fake tree guy. Fake
2: forever. And and I have the installed lights that have like 13 mm-hmm. different settings. I'll never have
3: a real tree. Oh, ever.
4: there's nothing like, a, we used to go to a forest and cut down our own every year. Yeah, that we used to do best. that
3: too growing up. You, it yeah. was like a whole day. Yeah, it was awesome. I will be real tree for life. I will never succumb to a fig tree. Maybe we'll have like a small fig tree somewhere as decoration, but our tree will always be real in this household. I've yeah, never but been. That's in not the up forest. to
0: you. If Alex changes their mind, you're changing. No, your she's, mind on too. she's on yeah. board. She's on board.
3: She's on board. And then uh, today for officers' corner. Now we're December. It's cold. A lot of times people will be at tailgates and they'll be wearing gloves, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: If you're at a tailgate and it's cold weather and you're wearing gloves, and someone comes up and you get introduced to someone, you need to remove your glove before you shake their hand. Absolutely, it's impolite to not. Not in remove the times, your of, glove. COVID. Not in the
0: times no, of COVID. Not the times of COVID. No, disagree. I, keep your, keep I think on West Point, on. especially, everybody should be <sighs> vaccinated by that point. Yeah, and I I think that. There's two segments in society where skin to skin contact is so super important. One, the initial um, meeting between mother and baby. I think that that skin to skin contact is very important. And when a man meets another man in a football game, I think you need to have skin to skin contact.
3: Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, fellas, (laughs) don't forget to remove your glove when you shake someone's hand.
0: Kate Space, I completely agree with that. That's a that's a good call, cons. Um, My save round is I don't really have one. It's been a good. Time I've had you picked up my mood. Baby Dale was acting the fool outside. He was getting after a neighbor. Does not like the Fed, doesn't care about UPS, does not care about the post office person, does not care about Amazon. There is a woman who delivers for FedEx that baby Dale fucking hates with a passion of a thousand (laughs) sons.
4: That means she's not a good person.
0: Every time she comes up, I just Just I know it's a FedEx delivery because baby Dale will be like, and she looks like a nice lady like mm-hmm. she doesn't look like a curmudgeon or a gremlin or anything she looks fine maybe they all just hates her ass maybe she and has a mean because dog, of that so do i you mm-hmm. have to trust your dogs on this if your dog yeah. or mm-hmm. animal i think cats have that same sense because sprinkled ankles hates my mother-in-law hates mm-hmm. big time they know. when she walks in the door sprinkles be like <laughs> <right away. laughs> <laughs> and it makes me happy. Uh, we'll be back here on Tuesday of next week. Looking forward to something uh, special next week. I'm excited about that. We have a huge announcement coming from the Barstool Sports side huge. of the ZBT. I cannot wait. I think it's going to impact hundreds of veterans, maybe even thousands. It's going to be a big, big deal. Stay tuned to find out what that is. And like Nick said, go subscribe to the YouTube, you fucks. Down there yeah.
2: Right